Hi, friends. It's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. How many diets have you tried? Seriously, think about how many times you've started and stopped a diet. Here's a shocking statistic. The average woman has tried 61 diets by the time they're 45. What? In this episode, I really want to talk about this and break it down, show you how to shift away from those regular diet strategies that obviously don't work so that you can lose the weight and keep it off for good. But first, I want to ask you a question. Where are my emotional eaters? If you're a career mom, I can nearly guarantee your emotional eating has emerged or worsened as life has gotten busier and you've gained responsibilities. It definitely did for me. As I had less time for myself and more responsibilities with my career, my kids, the household, I found myself reaching for treats to give me a little bit of pleasure. There was even a period of time, I think it was several months in fact, where I was buying Pringles chips at the store because That was the reward I would give myself after the kids went to bed or after I finished all the laundry or after a busy day of work or home chores. I never used to purchase these regularly, but with the responsibilities of adulting, I got in that emotional eating habit. And I'm sure you can relate to this. Many of us, if not all of us can. Stop for a minute and imagine what your life would look like if you didn't emotionally eat. Things would really change, wouldn't they? That's why I'm offering a super-focused coaching package for six weeks to really bust through those emotional eating barriers. It's a bit of a formula and a process. So if this calls to you and you want to get out of that emotional eating trigger, emotional eating, feeling bad about it, cycle, then this is really for you. Hop on a discovery call with me. I look forward to talking to you. The link for that is in the show notes. And, you know, honestly, this is my favorite thing to do is to talk to women and help them through these types of challenges. So I can't wait to speak with you. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in.
At the top of this episode, I started with one shocking statistic that 61 diets on average have been tried by the average woman by the time they're 45 years of age. 61 diets. But here's what's interesting. 95% of the diets fail. And I suppose because there's such a high failure rate, that is actually why we have to keep turning to the next diet, the next diet, and the next diet plan. So why do we keep going to them over and over? Really, the diet industry is really a mega billion dollar industry. And they've convinced us that we need a diet in order to lose weight. They pump tons of money into promoting this impression that we need that next best diet in order to lose the weight. So most of us busy working moms start out by deciding that we want to lose weight. Then we go on the diet or we try to quote unquote eat healthy. But eventually you feel kind of increasingly like you have more and more cravings or less control over the food choices. And then you give in to your cravings. And what happens is you either regain the weight that you lost, or at the very least, you feel frustrated like a failure and very, very discouraged. But yet, once we get over that hump, we then again decide again that we want to lose weight and we start that diet cycle, that vicious, vicious diet cycle again. But when 95% of the diets fail, is it really us that's failing? I think no. <laughs> it's really the diet themselves that's doing the failing. And I hope that you can see that this is a relentless cycle. Doesn't leave us feeling good but also doesn't leave us with that desired result. So what can we do instead? There are actually a few strategies that I can recommend, but I want to focus on three tried and true options that can really shift us away from that diet mentality. And when we do, and when we implement these three strategies that I'm going to give you, literally you get rid of that dieting mentality and have this freedom and liberation that you never thought you'd have because you are really never thinking about dieting and weight loss again. It's amazing. And this is what I absolutely love helping women do because I have so much frustration. I've seen so many women struggle with dieting, losing weight that I've always known that there's a better way. There's got to be a better way, a different way to go about it. And the beauty is, is that I found it and I've helped countless women get there. All right. So the first strategy is to have more fun. Seems surprising that this can actually help you lose weight, but it can. Most of us don't think weight loss is fun, but Really shifting your attitude can make the weight loss so much easier. First of all, just kind of thinking of it as fun makes things easier and you're going to have more results, right? If it's like a struggle and something that you're striving for, things never come easy. But more on the scientific side, good feelings, like if you're having fun, good feelings spur the production of a neurotransmitter which is like a chemical uh, messenger in the brain. That's dopamine. You've probably heard of that. 
And this controls the brain's reward system. And it helps us remember what behavior, the behavior that led to us feeling good, because we want to do that again. So if we are feeling good in the moment, then we want to do whatever it is to help us feel good over and over again. And that's how we end up changing our habits. So you're probably wondering what type of fun, like exercise that you think is really fun or going for a bike ride with the kids. Those are really good options. But the reality is, is that any kind of fun fits the bill here. So if you like playing cards, me, I, I've mentioned before that I really like to play solitaire. That's fun for me. So plan more fun activities, whether it is a game night with your kids or a special hobby. If you like to knit or crochet or do coloring, who knows, whatever it is, adding that fun into your life shifts that attitude. And that is what is key here, because if you're having fun, you are not going to be turning to food as frequently. And so putting the focus on fun kind of automatically takes the focus away from dieting and our food struggles that we experience. The second strategy is really to celebrate. Celebration is so important. When we are constantly, well, like me, I'm trying to get away from this and always working towards this, but if I focus on celebrating my wins and all the things that I do accomplish in a day, as opposed to focusing on like, oh, I didn't finish everything on my to-do list, that celebration focus really brings us to a much better mentality and focus and place in life. And a lot of times, a common theme I hear when I work with clients is that they never feel like they're making enough progress in their weight loss efforts. And it really doesn't take an expert to know that someone who feels like they're never making enough progress, if you feel like your dieting is not good enough, you're not going to continue with those weight loss efforts, with those health goal efforts. And it is just not a recipe for success. Instead, we want to focus on celebration and celebrating our wins, whether they're diet, weight loss related, or anything in life. All the successes we want to celebrate, big wins, small wins. And when we celebrate those wins and focus on those wins, we create a new culture of celebration and that is what is the winning recipe and happens to result in long-term weight loss because we're not focused on the weight loss. We're really focused on the celebration. And finally, I have definitely talked about this before, but ditch the food rules. Most traditional diet plans, they have hard and fast rules like don't eat after six, no processed foods, no carbs, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on. The problem with these rules is that they focus on the don't or the shouldn't, and our brains literally can't process those negative phrases. So if I told you not to think of a purple cheetah, you actually can't do it because you have to think of that purple cheetah in order to try to get yourself not to think about it. 
Does that make sense? So in the diet world, when they say don't eat carbs, in order to achieve that goal, you have to actually think about it. So you're putting more emphasis and thought on the don't, and that literally makes it so hard for your brain and so hard for you to comply with that rule that you're trying to enforce in yourself. And it's crazy, right? It's really the opposite of what we want to be doing. We want to be putting focus on what we do want. In addition, those food rules are just no fun. So see how I rolled it back to the first strategy? They're really designed to be not able to follow long-term. I mean, who expects you never to eat carbs again? That's ridiculous. So when we break that food rule that we've given ourselves, we feel guilty and oftentimes kind of throw in the hat and give up on all of our efforts. But if we ditch those food rules, then we don't have that kind of internal struggle and that challenge. We're easing the situation instead of adding more stress and strife and challenge to it. And that is really how you lose weight in the long run. When you take away all the the challenge and the difficulty and shift to a more fun and celebratory attitude and life, that is how you go from that monotonous, unhelpful diet cycle into a state where the weight comes off really without thinking about it. And that is incredible and truly liberating. And then you end up in a place where you never think of that D word, the diet word, again. And that's what I want for all of you. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.